Hotep. Peace and blessings. Welcome to another episode of the Fruits of Life. I am your host, Omega Fruits, and I thank you for allowing me to come into your life, into your experience, to be a part of your journey. I thank you for tuning into this frequency, and I appreciate all that will be. I thank you for being open, for being aware, for being ready to receive. If you haven't done so already, hit that subscribe button and drop a rating and a review. It definitely matters. Your perception, your perspective, your thoughts definitely matter. And it absolutely helps expand this vision. It absolutely helps expand this podcast, allows it to reach many more listeners. I received a positive and strengthful word from one of my listeners. If you guys are listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, I would appreciate a rating and a review there because for some reason, that's just how podcasts can expand. So I received this word from a sister that listened to the podcast on Spotify. She sent me a message through Instagram and I wanted to share it with you all because it just felt so good when I read this on a Saturday morning. It says, Peace, beloved. I hope this finds you warm and well during this holiday season. I just wanted to drop a line with regards to your podcast. I just started listening this morning on my way to teach and I had to let you know that this is love. I'm only a few minutes in and I've been so soothed by your voice and your message. You've given me inspiration for this new year and I'm looking forward to your words on the throat chakra, a personal focus for 2020. Thank you for making the effort to serve, for being fearless in those efforts. I see you and you are appreciated. Thank you so much. Yoga with Sixty. That's yoga with S as in Sam, I-X-Y. You can find her on Instagram. She too is a yoga instructor and she does focus on alignment. She also is trained as a physical therapist assistant and that is a beautiful reflection that she shared with me regarding her experience listening to the podcast. And hey, if you have an experience you'd like to share with me, feel free to drop me a line. You can also leave me a message over at anchor.fm slash fruits of life. At that same location you'll find a whole list of the different platforms that you can listen to this podcast if you would like to provide some contribution toward this podcast to help us grow you can also submit a monetary contribution at anchor.fm slash fruits of life all right so today we're going to continue the conversation on the chakras the karakaru some also know it as the kara these are terms in the ancient comedic practice, philosophy, cosmology, the Medunetra, which is also known as the hieroglyphic. You know that the ancient texts have been burned down <laughs> in so many different instances throughout history and time. But one text or several texts that have not been burned down are those that have been scripted in stone. Those that have been carved into stone on the ancient walls of ancient Kemet that can still be seen today. And so I find it so beautiful to bring in that philosophy, that practice, that mythology, that, that those truths that have been 
scripted in stone for us to apply in our modern day and so we're going to continue that journey as we speak about the chakras want to bring you in some information that you might have heard in other spaces but also bring in information specific to comedic practices and comedic yoga being a comedic yoga instructor i just find that is the way to go last episode we spoke about the heart chakra and today we're going to go to the foundation to go to the root the roots of the matter the first chakra which is known as the muladhara in sanskrit the muladhara basically refers to the foundation within the comedic science the deity or the principle or goddess that is associated with the root chakra is sekhmet so sekhmet is the principle that is associated with the root chakra we're going to speak a little more in depth as we proceed within this episode but just to let you know briefly uh segment represents protecting our truth in the midst of chaos it's also grounding ourselves which connects to geb which is the earth we're speaking about knowing our truth being grounded in our truths but also making sure that we're not swayed in the midst of the storm in the midst of the chaos that we're well grounded well rooted in the earth during my yoga classes i like to suggest that uh, even when we are in a meditative state in a relaxation state that we feel the earth holding us up that we just allow the earth to to hold us to support us and so in that same thinking we want to also feel ourselves giving into the earth as we continue this conversation i want us to speak about some of the elements some qualities some healing modalities that can be applied and of course some essential oils some herbs some crystals some stones and comedic yoga poses and sequences that can be applied in the healing of the root chakra or root karakaru the root chakra is found at the base of the spine and some describe it even between the anus and reproductive organs so there is this space between there that even activating the anal sphincter can help roots and get in tune actually with that space with the root chakra and it's interesting when i was reading about that i was thinking about birth okay you know thinking about how you have a woman (laughs) needs to have that area massaged in preparation for birth especially a natural birth and so oftentimes a midwife for example or doula would suggest for a partner to massage the perineum okay to make space to expand the area and allow for the natural birth to be a little more to avoid tearing to avoid the shedding of blood why i bring that up (laughs) i know we speak about things all you know natural and birthing and parenting and breastfeeding and all of that so i just find it only right to incorporate this aspect as well why i think about that is because when you think about uh, the root chakra you want to think about red red is the color that that symbolizes the root chakra and that color is associated with a few different things and one of those things is birth or we can even stretch it a little bit and think about rebirth because we can't crawl up into our mother's womb (laughs) but we can think about rebirthing ourselves oftentimes when we need to rebirth ourselves we need to shed certain layers that are painful we need to look at our personal experiences and those personal experiences might be painful they might hurt there may be issues associated with our upbringing with our relationship to our parents with some kind of physical emotional verbal abuse that may have occurred throughout our childhood and our adolescence 
adolescence throughout our young adult lives so this whole aspect of red and blood is something that is also associated with Sekhmet I'm kind of jumping the gun a little bit <laughs> I want to speak about Sekhmet but I don't want to tell you too much about her just yet but it definitely relates to segment in the way of fire definitely relates to segment in the way of clearing the way of chaos clearing the way of what doesn't serve of what doesn't serve the principles of ma'at so we want to think in those terms we want to clear the way we want to clear the way so that we can rise up from our foundation up into our crown into the ethers right into our spiritual being and if we have an understanding that we are we are spiritual beings having a human experience then we know that paying attention to our spiritual experience our spiritual development our divine awareness our divine consciousness is vital but to be able to take advantage of the opportunity of awareness of conscious awareness and of spiritual development we have to also recognize this temple that we live in to recognize the temple we live in we have to tend to our physical and one way to do so is by activating that root chakra so we understand that all things are energy and all things are energetic and so when we deal with our spiritual being we have to also make that association although we're going to focus on the roots which is a very physical aspect okay it's very much in tune with the earth as i mentioned earlier it is a chakra that is developed from the womb until 12 months so it's a very tactile those that have young babies you know that babies are bringing things to their mouths they're on the floor they're spending a lot of time on the earth on their belly on their backs laying down they're sleeping as an adult when there are when there are issues that impede our development and connection and healing of our root chakra or liberating of our root chakra we can be very stuck in that area in the sexual area down in this space where focused on base needs the root chakra is focused on survival it is focused on being fed <laughs> on sex maybe even over sexing it is this aspect that okay, it's more like feed me clothe me tend to my needs my immediate needs so you want to think about even like an animal statues in ancient Kemet that represent Sekhmet are a, a woman with a lion head so you want to think about this animalistic nature in the animal kingdom animals aren't really intellectual necessarily they're more so focused on reproduction with eating with shelter also when we think about root chakra we want to think about just taking care of our base needs our survival the body parts that are associated with the root chakra are the legs the feet the skeletal system the colon bladder the large intestine when there are unresolved issues within this area some diseases that one might encounter include obesity anorexia sciatica constipation poor circulation maybe even cramps inflammation for men specifically issues with the prostate sexual dysfunction or even just other issues dealing with sex okay and as i mentioned earlier maybe oversexing maybe overcompensating our emotional needs through sex mm think about that for a second unfortunately that is a situation that a lot of people deal with so the color when we're talking about the root chakra we're thinking about red oftentimes we think about anger red is also associated with masculinity it is very dynamic it is forceful even it, it might be even considered 
dominant because it's such a strong vibrant color very visible it commands attention red is the slowest of all the wavelengths within the visible light spectrum it requires the retina to pull forward and focus on what is right in front of us what is right in front of us are our basic needs food clothing and shelter the sound associated with the root chakra is lam the earth is associated with the root chakra saturn also is associated the adrenals are associated with the root chakra the adrenal glands are small triangular glands that are located on top of the kidneys they help regulate metabolism the immune system blood pressure and the stress response that makes so much sense because the root chakra is also associated with this fight or flight response when there is an imbalance in the body due to trauma psychological issues or chronic fear there may be suppression or repression of emotions folks might need to release these emotions in a very physical way i've learned that catharsis is one of those ways to deal with that having a very physical release maybe through dance or stomping of the feet dynamic movement maybe jumping kicking or shouting punching or things of this nature that are very physical so one might want to for example participate in a self-defense class or boxing or gymnastics or go to one of these spots that you could jump around on a trampoline (laughs) just to help release the emotions and some of those emotions we're going to go right into in terms of when we feel in alignment and when we are out of alignment so when we are out of alignment within the root chakra you might experience an obsession with money you feel like there's a sense of scarcity you have a fear of poverty you might mistrust people you may avoid asking for help you might have dysfunction within your family relationships that then find themselves or show up within your personal relationships as you evolve you might have fear feelings of not being enough this sense of not being worthy you have this inability to express yourself authentically you may use sexuality as power instead of your own intrinsic and your divine gifts you may be disconnected to nature you may also be a hoarder you may have clutter around you so check under your beds check your closets clear space you may be disconnected from your body so you might have sex you might have multiple partners but you may not really feel you might just go through the motions and and feel this whole this sense of emptiness and i think although the root chakra is developed within the womb to 12 months after 12 months i mean there's so much life that takes place right throughout our childhood adolescence and during childhood and adolescence and early teenage years is when a lot of trauma can take place because trauma takes place in those later years different imbalances occur within the root chakra so and then when you in your adult years you find a partner you're in a relationship and you have this unresolved traumatic experiences you might not have a healthy sexual relationship and i think that's where the disconnection to the body may manifest where you might just have sex for the physical enjoyment and not the love there might have to be a process that you go through to be in tune with that love because just the physical sex is 
isn't enough. You might feel this hole, this void. Other issues that are associated with the chakra that is out of alignment is obesity, a sense of being sluggish, because again, the digestive system, the intestines, the colon is affected with a blocked root chakra. You may experience eating disorders or depression. When we speak about eating disorders, it can either be not eating enough or eating too much. Or as I mentioned, anorexia, maybe even bulimia, where you eat, 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 and then you cause yourself to regurgitate it all and vomit. Because of these different issues, there may be a poor focus. Now, the immune system, I believe it said that 80% of the immune system is in the gut. So now, if the digestive system is blocked up, is full of undigested waste that is just rotting within itself, it will affect the brain and brain function. And we know that the brain, spinal column, central nervous system, it's all associated with functionality in terms of our ability to focus, our eyes, our whole entire nervous system. We have this main computer within our brain that if our if our gut is, is not well, our immune system is not well, our brain in essence is also not going to be well. So you may also be pessimistic. You may have negative thinking or even narrow thinking. You might have this one track mind in a way that is dysfunctional, not just focus on the goal, but really this one track mind that you're not able to be open enough to see the possibilities right in front of you. You may experience anger or resentment, anxiety, frustration, and again, depression, like all of these issues are rooted in depression. That's the chaos. That's the evil. That is the spiritual wickedness that is inhibiting the true self, the true potential, the full potential to manifest itself in its greatness. Before going into that, the alignment aspect. We're going to talk a little bit about segment and how she can help eradicate those issues. I want to share with you a story. Within the comedic cosmology, there are gods, goddesses, deities, principles, or inter or netur, neturu. And these all have qualities, aspects of themselves that describe an experience. And if we're thinking about our physical experience, our spiritual experience, it's just wise to tap into these stories some call them myths, creation stories, because they say, you know, history happened once and it's gone, it's done. But the mythology stays forever. I just came across that the other day and I thought that was so interesting. So interesting that we can utilize different myths and stories to really apply to our lives, even though they were established thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago, over 10,000 years ago. Sekhmet is one of the oldest comedic, almost ancient comedic deities or inter netters. The root Sekhem means power, might, the powerful one. As I mentioned earlier, she's depicted as a lion-headed woman and sometimes has a sun disc over her head, an ankh in her hand, and possibly a scepter of papyrus in the other hand. And that typically represents the north, which is lower Egypt. Some people say that she has evolved out of the Sudan, where lions were more prevalent. So the story goes, she is the daughter of Ra. In a time where, where Ma'at was established, but then the people went against Ma'at. They just were out of order, out of balance, lawless. Ra became very upset. Ra was so upset with the people just disrespecting order, disrespecting Ma'at, 
he sent down his daughter, Sekhmet. He sent her down as the eye of Ra. And when she came down, she came down as a lion or a lioness, I should say. She just started taking people out. She was, she was the rage of Ra in that moment because the main goal was to protect Ma'at and destroy wickedness, destroy evil. So she went on a blood rampage. I mean, it was straight blood bath. It was Ra came into himself and was like, yo, wait a minute. This is not me. When he tried to call forth his daughter to make her stop, she was just bloodthirsty by then. Because it's like when you mad and you just raging, anything will just set you off and you just you just ride that current if you don't check yourself. So she was like bloodthirsty. Can you just imagine this lion tearing up flesh? You think about it on a physical level and translate it within your consciousness into a spiritual ass. So she's there bloodthirsty, blood hungry. She ain't stopping. But what I did was he took 7,000 jugs of beer and he mixed it with the juice of pomegranate so he can have this appearance of blood and he made it available to Sekhmet who then devoured those jugs of beer thinking it's blood and she was so drunk she fell so drunk that she fell asleep for a good three days and when she woke up you know the drunkenness had passed the bloodthirstiness had passed she was coming into her nature when she woke up it was said that the first person she saw was Pata and uh, Pata represents creation and she fell in love and when destruction and creation fell in love they then helped restore Ma'at that was like the end of her bloodthirstiness <laughs> by that time humanity was saved Ma'at was then restored Sekhmet is named many of the Netur have names or attributes and Sekhmet was given the names of warrior goddess goddess of healing the fiercest warrior warrior, the lady of terror, the lady of life, the protector of Ma'at, the one who loves Ma'at and detests evil, the destroyer of rebellion, the mighty one of enchantments. She was the patron of physicians and healers and her priests became skilled doctors. In that way, again, she's referred to as a great healer, that goddess of healing. And it's interesting that the medical industry symbol gotta throw this in here is rooted or came out of Kemet okay so you know that symbol that has the two snakes intertwined coming up a rod known as the caduceus if I'm not mistaken some people call it the caduceus caduceus originated in Kemet okay? it's speaking on uh, the physical the mental and the spiritual components of the human body Sekhmet is one of these enters that is highly associated with the field of medicine okay so when we spoke earlier about the root chakra being out of alignment and all of these chaotic experiences all of this madness taking place within the self we want to think about that as what segment came down to destroy okay so she eradicated all of that stuff that was not reflective of your divine being that was not in alignment that was not in ma'at right not in order not in harmony to bring forward the healing and i said earlier that we're looking to emerge out of the mud we want to come out of that murkiness right we want to emerge as the beautiful lotus flower that's vital it's needed because 
Whatever we go through is unique to each and every one of us, but yet we all need to learn how to convert any negative experiences we go through, allow those emotions to then become light, become power. And that's where we become rooted in our foundation and we become the powerful one, the mighty one as Sekhmet. Okay, it's highly revered. So many statues throughout Kemet that give reverence to Sekhmet and to her plight to her um, destruction of rebellion, you know, to her uh, as a savior, saving mankind, okay? So it's like we have to save ourselves when we really take a look at ourselves and address the issues that are specific to our personal experiences. So that was heavy. <laughs> I mean, as I keep evolving and learn more, study more, I just find it's so important for these stories to be told. And even if you're not necessarily an initiate within the comedic, lifestyle it's important to know these stories because there's value in them and when we take these stories and transpose symbolism into our personal experiences it helps us make sense of things and not only that it kind of it connects with us and hopefully that connected with you in a way all right again we want to recognize that red fiery self but also recognize that that fire is for the purification for the healing of the nation so definitely connecting that energy and the birth the rebirth as we mentioned earlier okay so now we want to bring our being into alignment and when we feel in alignment when we are in alignment within our roots our foundation when we are representing Sekhmet in her highest nature in uh in restoring Ma'at we feel this satisfaction with life this sense of peace we're able to be relaxed we feel a stability okay um we feel comfortable with our own lives uh we don't necessarily worry about finances and what is what will be you know we're really present and in a space of gratitude we have this sense of safety even to try new things to experiment to explore to be a bit spontaneous we feel grounded in that present and also we feel this vitality this virility and when we talk about the comedic poses that are great for the root chakra i'm gonna come back to that concept of virility okay because we're thinking about blood once again we want blood to be pumping <laughs> so when our root chakra is in a, in alignment we'll have healthy relationships we'll have healthy relationships with ourselves with others we're able to also have some kind of regularity within our digestive system so the issues of constipation and things of that nature can be you know done with okay we can release waste that burdens us that weighs us down that doesn't serve us that make our belly protrude that makes us sluggish it's like this releasing of of the waste and you want to take that word and you want to translate it spiritually right you let go of what does not serve you of the anger of the resentment you want to let that go of the fear of jealousy you want to let all that go all of these ego driven emotions you want to let them go because they definitely don't feed your spirit they feed the physical and the physical is really temporary we, we live this spiritual experience in a human form so the human form the physical temple it gets buried eventually okay it returns to dust as they say from dust to dust but the spirit does not die. It takes form and changes form. As much as we can, we want to be in tune with that spiritual 
being, that spiritual life, that that flame that does never go out. Other ways that we can see alignment within our root chakra is our is in our physical health. As we mentioned, some different aspects of the health is in our healthy mindset regarding our finances, vitality, energy, concentration. We're able to focus on goals and take action. We're able to be persistent. We have clear thinking. We're moving forward. We have this ability to prioritize, to be determined, to be excited about our lives, to be excited about what's to come, to be excited about applying our gifts, our talents to serve. We have this passion feel feel good when we speak about taking action we have this energy that moves us that awakens us that guides us through change through evolution we have this revolution taking place where we do not ponder on the negative we don't ponder on what was but we look forward to what is we appreciate what is now and we look forward to rising up the chakras and connecting with our divine self progressing forward self all right so within and this again is another element that i'm gonna study a little more in so this conversation is absolutely not conclusive because the spiritual existence is vast so there's folks that can speak to you about kundalini when you think about kundalini think about serpent power okay and that serpent power comes again from ancient Kemet. You know, Dr. Mwata Ashby speaks on it often. Um, there's plenty of folks out here that speak about that serpent power and how that energy rises from the base of our spine all the way up and through us. In terms of sexuality, um, sex is like the highest form of creative energy. Okay, it brings forward life. Having sex manifests in life oftentimes. So that's the highest form of creation. That is the closest thing to God to be able to create another human being, a whole human being. Tapping into that sexual energy and directing it creatively allows us to be finally in tune with our purpose, utilizing our divine gifts to live and to serve fully to our capacity basically what we've been created to do and be we've basically we're not created to just you know we're not here to just have sex eat sleep and die (laughs) i mean hey i'm gonna be very frank with you okay (laughs) we want to create we want to be in the space of creating of being of connecting so being in tune with our foundation being in tune with that sexual energy and then redirecting it in a healthy way enables us to do so so i look forward to having someone come on and I already have the person in mind I just got to reach out to the sister I want to have somebody come on to speak about this rising energy this kundalini energy this serpent energy then Kemet within the Kemet cosmology that serpent energy is known as Arat and so again you you um, what was it I think it's Sekem Arat uh, where we're speaking about that power right and the power is within that serpent we have to change our thinking when it comes to western ideology a snake or serpent is also associated with wickedness with evil when we change our thinking with our ancient principles that serpent is far removed from from wickedness is is more so tapping power is allowing our divine self to emerge from this physical all right so there are so many things that we can do to help us along the way to tap into and be in alignment within our root chakra and therefore just grow our spiritual and divine self as mentioned earlier the chant lam can be utilized and uh, within your meditation within your breath work right 
as well as uh, tapping into nature, being grounded in nature. Uh, so when we talk about the earth and comedic principle, earth is Geb. Geb is the earth. Being in tune with the earth, connecting with the earth and doing things with the earth is uh, helpful for the root chakra okay so even taking some 30 seconds of mindfulness you're in the midst of traffic you're in the midst of whatever you're in the midst of of an argument just your regular day if mundane situation excited situation you know um if you ever feel like you need to get back get right within yourself just take 30 seconds and be aware of your breath Okay, be aware of, of what you're doing and what is, you know, or basically allow yourself to shed those layers of the moment, uh, of the worries, of the past, of the future, right? and just breathe in that present. Uh, you can again come into uh, gratitude. You can definitely carry different stones, and some of the stones that can be used within your healing practices, within your meditations, they can be uh, carried around with you if you would like, maybe in your pocket, in your purse. Um, you might want to, uh, when you have a breath work or meditation session, you might want to place it down below your navel three inches below your navel and radiate your energy thoughts into that space so the healing properties of the different crystals or stones you may be using can be applied and utilized within your session some of those crystals and stones include ruby garnet hematite jasper black tourmaline smoky quartz carnelian aside from gemstones and crystals that can be used are herbs some of the herbs that can be used for the root chakra include ashwagandha cinnamon ginger clove damiana don quai for women specifically raspberry leaf turmeric and cayenne so you want to also have this heat like cayenne and don quai ginger you know they're very heat oriented and although cinnamon is sweet there still is a little heat with that relationship to fire to cleansing to purifying you might want to consider some affirmations as you use different um, breathing exercises as you use different crystals you might want to use some affirmations and some affirmations can include any grounding affirmations like I am supported. The earth supports me. I am grounded. I am financially secure. I am centered. I am whole. I trust in universal wisdom. I have everything I need. I am strong. I am stable. Grounding is another practice that can help you recharge your human energy field. So there's this exchange with our bodies and the earth that can definitely help you ground yourself and further free up yourself and release any baggage. There are several essential oils that can be used for the root chakra. You can select one essential oil and work with it for a period of time or you can select two. Um, you can place between your brow, behind your ears, maybe at your wrists. Maybe you want to have it in a spray bottle and you might want to infuse the air that you are meditating in or that you are that you've created for yourself use the essential oil in the diffuser even that might be helpful uh, so some of those essential oils include sandalwood sandalwood is a sacred oil is very calming it's a sedative it's antidepressant. Uh, during meditation, it can help awaken your life force energy. And remember, with the blocked root chakra, um, there is the sluggishness. So life force energy is, is blocked. 
Okay, so we want to open up the passageways. Um, it's gentle on the nervous system, so it helps harmonize the emotional body and helps ground an excessive root chakra. So let's talk really briefly about an excessive or overactive root chakra as well as a deficient root chakra. An excessive or overactive root chakra is aggressive. It's, it can be very reactive, very agitated, and it overcompensates. So we touched on some of these ideas earlier in the way that some people use sex. Some people are overly anxious or angry. We spoke about the adrenals and how the adrenals are associated with the fight or flight response. That's where that aggressiveness can provoke us to react in a way that is not conducive uh, to promoting peace or even good mental health. It would further block the root chakra, further impedes spiritual ascension. When we're stuck in these ways of excess, of evil, unfortunately, the spiritual being cannot manifest in its fullness. I mean, that's just a fact. Okay, when talk about a deficiency within the root chakra, we might not speak up. We might be passive, might feel sluggish or have this lifeless aspect. Uh, we might feel blocked and prone to anxiety, um, depression, withdrawal. Myrrh is another sacred oil. It is uplifting. It helps promote spiritual awareness. It helps build the bridge between the crown and the root chakra, which I find that's really interesting. I mean, I keep referring to us being these spiritual beings with the human experience and we're always talking about this bridge between the spirit and the physical. It's just interesting that all things are connected. You want to find ways to connect with your divine self, to develop your divine self okay because we're gods and goddesses in the earth but you cannot live as the god or goddess in the earth if you're stuck in these very carnal ways it's a process it's a journey myrrh helps build that bridge between the crown and the root chakras it is gentle and calming on the nervous system as sandalwood is it allows feelings of safety of security it brings you closer to your true nature your true essence so then you can show up as your authentic self it grounds us in truth frankincense is another sacred oil it is antidepressants and a sedative it is soothing and calming and again it helps bridge the root and the crown chakra i used to always use frankincense and myrrh together burned on charcoal and always kind of clear my home space in that way and just go through every single room and just clear out every single room make it real 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 smoky <laughs> then open up the windows and free up the air that's one thing um, that can be done as well oftentimes people are using sage and palo santo which is fine but again if you have an intention specifically for the root chakra frankincense myrrh sandalwood can be used for these purposes other herbs that can also be used uh, for the root chakra healing is ylang ylang which it helps cool the excessive root chakra and again the and again the excessive root chakra can be aggressive reactive can be very easily agitated and overcompensate so ylang ylang helps relax it helps ease tension it too is a sedative and it's calming on the nervous system i mean i hope you're getting a feel of the trend right within all of these different oils or herbs so far ginger is a circulatory stimulant it is great for cold hands and feet and remember we spoke about the legs the feet being associated with the root chakra uh, 
it helps move blood through the body. We talked about that too. You want blood to flow. And when blood is flowing, life is flowing. Life force energy too is flowing. Uh, ginger helps address the fight or flight response because it helps allow the passage of blood. During a fight and flight response, there is a constriction of blood vessels. Ginger helps open the vertiver is an herb or oil that I haven't quite used yet. Um, it's another one that is said to bridge the gap between the root and the crown chakras. It is a natural sedative. It is grounding and calming and it helps calm down the overactive root chakra due to shock or trauma. It helps promote restful sleep as well. All of these comments I'm sharing with you as, as tools. This is not medical advice. If you specifically need medical attention, please contact your physician so that you can be evaluated appropriately and your specific medical concerns can be addressed appropriately. What we're doing is sharing tools, supporting each other, and helping us through the spiritual. All right, so we got now finally to the part where we can speak about the movement practices that we can apply and i really love this piece honestly because you can research the root chakra or all the chakras out there just type in to google and look for what you're looking for okay but this little piece right here this little piece is my own all right this is what i'm formulating specifically for you from my personal experience as a comedic yoga practitioner and instructor as i'm thinking about the chakras i'm thinking about my practice and i'm thinking about how can i serve you and serve you in a way that is specific to comedic cosmology and principle because movement yoga is this this yoking this uniting of, of lower and upper egypt as some say it's this uniting of the physical and spiritual aspect of the being so we have this practice that it's not only a physical practice but it's a spiritual journey it's just beautiful to connect ancient practices indigenous practice to our modern day and connect with ancestors that have written in stone different methodologies that can be applied so that we can be our great and greater selves once again i'm not throwing these out in any particular order i mean i have something for you coming down the pike so i'm just going to share with you some different ideas yoga poses and sequences specific to comedic yoga easy pose we're thinking about sesh all of the different sesh variations can be you treating or healing the root chakra one you're grounding into the earth and you're coming into the space of of stability of foundation and also of humility of discipline and and strength and that's strengthening every aspect of our bodies down to our toes our knees our hips our spine our shoulders it's allowing us to sit in a certain perfection that facilitates the elongation of our spine facilitates discipline and strength as you hold and breathe and exercise your toes and your ankles as you come out of sesh variation for those who are not familiar sesh is few temples of ancient kemet you see a scribe sitting down with legs folded under that is a sesh position okay lotus whether it's full or half lotus again can further support the root chakra because you're doing this physical practice that can be a little bit strenuous when you practice regularly you breathe into the practice and you do so on a regular basis you help transcend the physicality of the practice into the more spiritual element move into the pyramid forward bend spinal twists are helpful pyramid child pose why is comedic yoga specific because we're able to connect with this ancient and the ancient principles and that's what we want we want to tune into the ancient principles beyond 
beyond the physical aspect. Kairu Mket uh, can also be applied. Um, people know this as the sphinx. When you think about the sphinx, so when you look at a picture of the sphinx or so the Heru Mket, you see a human face with an animal body. This getting in tune with your animalistic aspects, but yet rising above conquering these aspects of eating and drinking and having sex these base needs okay we're kind of growing beyond them shoulder stand is another great pose some people know it as the geb shoulder stand again we're connecting with the earth we're raising our legs up we're supporting ourselves upon our shoulders we're reversing circulation so this one is specifically good to help circulate the blood throughout the body and you think about that you can also consider the headstand headstands or tripod stand you want to look at life from a different perspective you want to allow your blood circulation to flow and by just flipping upside down can help do that it can help release the heaviness that you feel in your feet in your lower limbs Sun salutation is always fun. It's always great to add in. Some people call it the journey of Ra. Utilizing sun salutation with the uh, lunch variations is helpful. Since we have so much else going on, you don't necessarily have to include that within the practice, but it definitely is good. And uh, the king's dancer pose is another great one because it promotes stability and balance. And it's kind of rooting into the earth and expanding beyond it. Tekken is another one that grounding, having the strong foundation and rising high, rising above. It's like rising above base needs and rising above um, your ego. Arat, the serpent, the cobra can also be utilized and you know, help the alignment of your spine by moving it in such a way that can counter bending forward that we usually are doing when we slouch or we're on our phones and our head is down and our shoulders are forward, folding inward and protecting our heart uh, by utilizing Arat or the serpent, the cobra, uh, we reverse that bad posture reverse the lack of alignment spinal alignment and we help rise up from the earth still being supported by the earth the sequence of asar min and soket is what i was referring to earlier when i spoke about blood circulation and virility specifically the pose of min so the pose of min you have one hand upon your heart um, and the other arm is lifted with the palm upward. Go check this out because it's scripted on the walls of ancient Kemen. Look up men or go to somebody's comedic yoga class and you will experience it. There is this connection with, within our meridian system. There is a point within the palm as well as the heart. And it's this straight line from the palm or this line I should say. It's not really straight necessarily but it's this line from the palm toward the heart that having the body positioned in such a way can help promote a uh, blood circulation and so when there is blood circulation it too is being transported to the limbs of our body and for men you have that extra limb that women don't have uh, which is your penis and when blood is being circulated down toward the penis it can definitely help any erectile dysfunction and promote virility okay so we're talking about life here people <laughs> ain't no shame baba yasir the pioneer in comedic yoga and the founder of the comedic yoga skills method says that uh, the pose of men is the ancient comedic viagra <laughs> 
I definitely think that these different methods are helpful. Always know that whatever space you're in, you want to always be in awareness. You want to be present within your body, within your mind. You want to be focused on your spiritual growth and development so that you can attract the greatness, the boundless greatness that the universe has in store for us. Each and every one of us has access to greatness, to abundance. But if we are limited to our base needs, if we are fearful of what we don't have, if we are fearing poverty, if we are insecure of our foundation, if we are insecure of ourselves, if we are stuck within our root chakra that we can only look upon sex as sex, this plain action that does not manifest any creativity beyond itself (laughs) then we're limiting ourselves there's some folks that also practice abstinence as a way to tap into this creative nature as well as a semen retention that's another element (laughs) that we could talk about there are different ways that we can direct our sexual energy in a way that helps us tap into our fullness hey some of those ways were talked about today Okay, Um, there are ways that we can free up our root chakra, we can heal our root chakra and become more in alignment so that we can expand beyond the root, beyond our anger, beyond our fear, beyond anxiety, and we can really be in a place of peace. Because in essence, that's what we want. We want to rise toward love. We want to rise toward peace. We want to be free within our own selves, right? And the way to do that is to be grounded in our foundation, grounded in our root, grounded in the earth, Geb. We want to be that fiery warrior we want to be that righteous warrior okay we want to bridge the gap between our physical and our spiritual between our root and our crown feel free to use affirmations or even write down your own affirmations that help you be in tune and feel grounded and know that uh, it's perfectly fine that you are well that you are whole that you are centered that you have everything you need that you are open to receive feel free to chant Uh, feel free to hug a tree. (laughs) You want to help heal the relationship you have with yourself, with nature. You want to consider not being so wasteful, okay? Because as as we clog our own body with emotions, with fear, um, with limiting thoughts, we also clog up the earth, okay? And to promote this freedom, this peace, this harmony, this ma'at, we got to also consider the planet. We might want to be a little more concerned with the earth earth okay we might want to take care of mother earth a little bit more we might want to consider growing more gardens or becoming part of a collective gardening um co-op we might want to um plant some some herbs by our windowsill you might want to use glass more than plastic you know, just find ways to be more resourceful and less wasteful. We want to take care of our physical earth, this physical temple of ours, as well as our earth. Earth. <laughs> yeah, I said that twice. <laughs> let's, let's jump through cartwheels, dance. Let's move. So I thank you once again for being a part of this journey. I really hope you enjoyed yourself. I I enjoyed myself as I shared this information. I really didn't feel like it was going to be so long, but it wound up being much longer than I anticipated. (laughs) Um, I hope the information I will and manifest that the information I shared with you today is helpful and useful. I look forward to you taking in some of this information, some of these jewels and storing them in your mind, in your backpack 
pocket, right? <laughs> so that you may utilize them and they may serve you. If you want to drop me a line, feel free to do so at anchor.fm slash fruits of life. Follow me on Instagram at fruits of life podcast. Put a period between every word and my personal page at fruits of life yoga. All right. I look forward to offering some yoga classes soon. Um, so just stay connected because I know y'all been asking. Y'all been waiting for me. I'm going to come through. I'm going to come through. Okay. I'm going to come through. <laughs> All right. I want to send some love and some peace. And there's many more things that are coming down. So get with your family, your friends, your community, and, and, and share information that you might have heard within this podcast, within this episode. Share this episode with your family and friends on your social media and uh, allow healing vibrations to reach plenty so that we may heal collectively. I leave you with the Lam chant so that you may be able to just enjoy for a few moments leave you with a 10 minute meditation as I did the first time around when we focus on the heart chakra. Today we're going to leave you with a LAM 10 minute meditation. So feel free to make yourself comfortable. Breathe deeply. Find yourself in that comfortable space. Turn off your electronics and just allow the sound on this frequency to reverberate within your space and promote healing. Remember to set your intention, uh, to focus your intention on red and the healing of your root chakra so that you may be in alignment, that you may be grounded, that you may be stable, that you may be open to receive the greatness that is in store for you. I send you much love and peace and blessings. Hotep.